Pablo Entero drank from the urine pail. Maria Poblana banged on the walls of the box until wrestled to the floor. She was the first to die. Amelie Zelea had initially claimed a sitting area by a small hole in the container, hoping to peek out and watch for America. An older and larger woman named Postan Nerendoza had bullied Amelie away, cursing and slapping her to a far corner by the toilet bucket. But the module was slightly lower in Amelie's square meter of squatting room. Rainwater had pooled in the depressed corner, dampening the underside of Amelie's ragged yellow dress. When the heat came, Amelie's secret oasis held water even as others tongued the metal floor for the remaining rain. When no one was looking, Amelie slipped the hem of her dress to her mouth and squeezed life over her tongue, brown, rusty water, sullied by sloshings from the toilet bucket, but enough to keep her insides from shriveling. Postan Rondaza's bullying had spared Amelie's life, and the life of Lucia, with whom Amelie had shared her hidden water. Rendoza had been the eighth to die. Three days ago, the hidden cachet had disappeared. By then, four were left alive, and by yesterday, it was only Amelie and Lucia. Amelie felt guilt that she had watched the others perish from lack of water. But she had made her decision early, when she saw past tomorrow and tomorrow that water would be a life-and-death problem. Had she shared, there would be no one alive in the steaming container. There was barely enough for one, much less two. It was a hard decision and terrible to keep, through screams and moans and prayers, but decisions were Amelie's job. Every morning before leaving for the coffee plantation, Amelie's mother would gather five wide-eyed and barefoot children into the main room of their mud-brick home, point at Amelie and say, Amelie is the oldest and the one who makes the good decisions. A good decision, Amelie knew, was for tomorrow, not today. When the foreign dentistas came, it was Amelie who cajoled her terrified siblings into getting their teeth fixed and learning how to care for them, so their mouths did not become empty holes. When the drunken, lizard-eyed Federali gave 13-year-old Pablo money to walk into the woods, Amelie had followed to see the Federali showing Pablo his man-thing. Though the man had official power, it had been Amelie's decision to throw a big stone at him, the blood pouring from his face, as he chased Amelie down and beat her until she could not stand. But he'd been revealed in the village and could never return. Good decisions, Amelie learned, came from the head and not the heart. The heart dealt with the moment. A decision had to be made for tomorrow and the tomorrow after that, all the way to the horizon. It could seem harsh, but decisions made from a soft heart often went wrong. One always had to look at what decisions did for the tomorrows. Her hardest decision had come one month ago, when Miguel Tolandoro drove into the village in a truck as bright as silver, scattering dust and chickens. His belly was big and heavy, and when he held it in his hand and shook it, he told of how much food there was in America. Everywhere you look, he told the astonished faces, there is food. Tolandoro's smiling mouth told shining tales about how one brave person could lift the family from the dirt. He had spoken directly to Amélie, holding her hands and looking into her eyes.
You have been learning English, Amelie Salea. You speak it well. Why? I suppose I am good in school, Senor Tolandoro. I have also heard of your prowess with the mathematics and studies in accounting. Perhaps you yearn for another future, no? I have thought of that. Maybe in a few years, when my family can do it today, Amelie, start the flow of munificence to your family. Or do they not need money? Amelie was frightened of the U.S., of its distance and strange customs. But her head saw the tomorrows and tomorrows, and knew the only escape from barren lives came with money. Amelie swallowed hard and told the smiling man she would make the trip. I work six months to pay off the travel? You'll still have much to send home, sweet Amelie. What if I am...